At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car or a house. It's the four wheels that get you where you're going and the four walls that welcome you home. When you combine auto and home insurance with Amica, we'll help protect it all. And the more you cover, the more you can save. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Hello, everyone, and welcome to How Did We Get Here? Uh, oh, my God. Can you believe that I was actually trying to recall this episode's title without having it pulled up in front of me? <laughs> yeah, I, I was going to say, you kind of need to have the whole document up there because yeah, we, I we thought really I could went crazy it. on this one. Anyways, it's me, Jacob, and that's Zach. And Hi. today... We are talking about the Empirical Emporium of Roblox's Ooh. penultimate cosmogony. I, I just came up with that off the top of my head. We actually didn't even Damn. plan that title. That's crazy. That's like yeah. 30 syllables, and you yeah, just came up with it right audio there. Audio road trip with no breaks. I probably could have led with that, but uh, there is a lot on my mind. <laughs> Clearly, as we could see from the title of this, we're talking about Roblox today. Um, now, you and I have talked quite a bit about outlaster for most Roblox. of this podcast it's kind of been like a b plot of it has episode. what it's kind of like a will they won't they kind of like jim yeah. and pam from the office you know will coney ever host it um so i did a roblox outlaster game last night paid for the private server paid uh -huh. for the like the whole privilege of one dollar yep yep i think it costs seven dollars total to do so you know big spender out yeah. here it's an investment um, it was so <laughs> Uh, I first mistake off the bat, uh, when you did awesome SMP, how many players did you have? It was 20, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I did 40. Um, how long did that take? Well, <laughs> gotcha. Let me tell you. Um, so last night I started my stream at like eight o'clock, by the way, if you're listening to this, we're recording this very early the night after I did this. So, we're still kind of waking up. Two days before Christmas, you know, like we're, we're getting up. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it, we got. We're you're probably hearing this not that long after we recorded it, but uh, two days before Christmas last night, I hosted a Roblox game for all of my viewers. So forty people get in, um, and I picked all the settings and stuff, and I did three eliminations per round, which I thought was fine, but. We get into the game. Everything is okay. They play the game. Uh, people are having a good time. But after one game, we vote out three people, and then the teams merge. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize that I had picked the option to have the teams merge early. And gotcha. Oh. Because of that. So uh, half and, as by many the people get kicked off now. Well, not not only that, it's it's worse. Okay. Um, 
So we're down to 37 people. I didn't know early would be after one game, but the teams merge, and now we have 37 people on one team? (laughs) Do you know how long the voting process takes (laughs) when you have 37 people on one team? You have to individually go up. And and the worst part about it is that the voting itself takes like three seconds. And the chat told me they have like three seconds to scroll through 37 different (laughs) names and try to pick someone. And these aren't like people who know each other, right? They're all viewers, Uh so they're picking at random. And if you don't pick someone, it picks randomly. I think what's funny is like, if it's alphabetized, right? Like the person whose name starts with an A is just screwed in every situation. That's what I thought it was because we had somebody in the game called a hot dog and uh-huh. we thought they were going to get voted out. So I said, uh, so, so the way that this happened is there's 37 people and literally to get one person voted out is taking 15 minutes. It's bad because you know, the game, like when it's, when two votes come up for someone, it says that's two votes for a hot dog. Oh it yeah. That has that. to pop up every time. And it did it every time it would say that's 12 votes for a hot dog. <laughs> And the game, the game tries to make it like uh, suspenseful, so it won't show just like thirteen votes, and that's enough. It'll go to twelve votes for a hot dog, and then twelve votes for another guy, and then twelve votes. It's so bad. So, so we're doing this, and like my chat is now being held hostage. The voting rounds are taking literally like thirty minutes to and get again, two for people off the just island. Tuning in, this is a Roblox remake of Survivor, the TV show. Yes, 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 yes. We should have made that clear. There's uh, Roblox. I just thought people were invested from the start of this ongoing journey. No, you're right. We I, we assumed you're right. We should have. Roblox has a survivor mode where you could get up to forty people in a game, and everybody plays like a Fall Guys, like fun, silly party mini game. And then there's a voting round, and usually they're separated into teams. I made a decision to merge them, and it it dude, I would encourage you to go back and watch the stream because thank God you could skip through it. But dude, it's so bad. Yeah, Eventually we were like fast forward through that. I mean, as a video, that yeah. sounds fine. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to post comment. Uh, Cause it was the worst experience. I think it's the worst stream I've ever done. It was so bad. And people are like, Hey, just cut it, you know, cut it, ba- do a 20 man, whatever. And I'm like, no, no, we're already so far in. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, after I, the one game, cost. when you realize this, I would have just started over. I really should have, but I sunk costed it. Um, yeah, I feel like that's your whole thing. Yeah, I was locked in. The The worst part, too, is that, like you said, so you would think that, like, the A names would get screwed over, except I asked the chat, and everybody had a randomized list of people, so I uh-huh. couldn't just say, okay, everybody pick the first guy, because then it's unanimous and it'll go fast. Everybody had a different first guy. All the names were scrambled. It was a disastrous stream. So whatever I'm locked in. We started at eight 30. It's going, it, it, I think we had 20 people by 11 o'clock, but it starts going faster, right? As less people sh- d- drop in. Eventually I put it to six eliminations per round just to like, even if we're at the voting for an hour, at least we get it out of the way. Mm-hmm. But then someone in my chat sends me a link and I look at it for a second And I come back to the game and I realize, oh, as the host, I have to pick the next game. The problem, and I'm sure you know this from Outlaster, at the bottom of Outlaster, there's a big green button. And I think this might be a Roblox thing that just says new game. Yeah. 
and it's there all the time. And when I tried to lock in the game I wanted to play next, I hit new game. And then I was locked out of hosting duties, which meant that the game, in essence, was soft locked. <laughs> so, and there was no one to pick the next game. Did you finish the stream? Is it still going on? It's still going on currently. I'm going to send you this in Discord. The goal was to find my strongest viewer, and that <laughs> competition is still underway. They are still wait. on the island waiting for the host. Oh, my. Wait. So there are two competitors, <laughs> Soviet and Bamstery, still sitting on the island alone. Oh, my God. Without food I was kind of joking when I no said host. that, but this is uh, from 8 a.m. this morning, and there are two left. Yep. Yep. There are two they're still there. Look at the chat, too. Thea said, well, fellas, it's 1 a.m., I'm off to sleep. Good luck outlasting one another. <laughs> oh, my one God. One of them will outlast. <laughs> this is true outlaster. I, I, I'm I fascinated by this. I want to, Maybe I could hop back in now and just to see where they are. I tried to get back in because there was one time that I dropped out by accident, but I got back in. And if you're in the middle of a game, it's fine because you just wait for the game to end as the host. <laughs> The problem is that I had a prompt to choose the next game and then I left. And now it's they're stuck. And uh honestly, Outlaster, phenomenal game. Uh, especially all the work that put went into it. Kind of an oversight, but I really wouldn't have it any other way. This is this is delightful. I think I'm that, gonna make a post com about this whole thing because I surely yeah, can't yeah, make a stream a, out of it. That's a whole journey. Uh yeah. I'm sure you could like boot out boot up Outlaster again and just try to tweak it a little bit because it's it is good content but I think I'm so scared I'm so scared yeah. to do it again yeah no I get that I think that's valid from your side I'm terrified I I, just I, can't I think believe. if I don't merge the teams I'm fine but yeah. oh my god I like the war of attrition that you created between two last contestants though <laughs> Well, so the way, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the way it was supposed to work is like we have 40 people and then everybody's locked in and I say, oh, by the way, if you lose an Outlaster, you're banned from chat. And so the idea is they get kicked off the island. But as the games went on, it became very clear people wanted to leave. Like That's a you, good start. Yeah, they were 11, it was 11 p.m. We're two and a half hours in and there's still 32 people. So people are trying to campaign to get votes to be off the island. <laughs> and so for free everybody wanted to go home <laughs> and and eventually the prize became uh it wasn't to find the 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 strongest viewer it was whoever is last on the island gets banned forever and mm. so we try to find out who will stay there forever and i think now it's uh Down it, it's between these two yeah these two are are my strongest soldiers <laughs>
It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. <sighs> yeah, I've, I just can't uh, believe the way that this transpired. I was down to watch. I was hoping to watch the stream. I'm glad I didn't in hindsight. Yeah, you, I'm glad you didn't tune in. Yeah, and so my situation has been pretty bad. I'm like so tired. I have not really slept. Like, okay, we're <laughs> we're doing this early for the record. Like, we're this is probably the earliest recording session we've ever had. It's right. Because I'm in Oklahoma visiting family. It's Christmas time. Uh, I brought a portable setup. It's propped up by, uh, you know, in hotels. So they give you that little box of ice that you can put in and no one uses anymore. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like the cube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my microphone is resting on that. But wouldn't it fall over? Yep, that's why I have it propped up between my wallet and my phone. And it's going great. But um, this is the third time I've had to set up this mobile setup because <laughs> this hotel has been awful. What's been going on? Um, so I arrive also Oklahoma is currently one degree, which is very boring. Yeah, zero degrees sucks. sounds a lot more exciting. Yeah. If it's zero degrees, at least you could tell people that. Without, yeah. How many yeah, degrees you could is tell it? People, one. You could, yeah, you could t- say zero still, but then you're lying. Yeah, it's one degree outside, and uh, it's cold. You know that that I would say that's certifiably cold. And yeah, I'd say so. I've become an LA boy, and I'm just not ready for this anymore. I can't handle it. And <laughs> so I get to my hotel room, same hotel I stay at every time I come here, and I get my room. And I, I, I fly in late. Uh, I land at 10. I get to my hotel room at midnight because I get like Waffle House first thing because of course I do. Of course. And then uh, when I am when I get here, it's cold in my room. So oh. I go to the thermostat. I turn up the heat and I'm like, well, it should take some time. You know, sometimes it takes like an hour or two for the heater to like fully yeah, activate. Course. And then I just like lay down and I I think I was just so tired where I just passed out immediately. Sure. And then I woke up freezing because no, my heater did not turn on. I am in a zero degree hotel room that does not have a working heater. Oh, uh, God. So I, I just I found that out by waking up in the middle of the night at like 5 a.m. and just try to bundle up and go back to bed. And I did. Mm-hmm. But then... Um, yeah, I call like a front desk. They send up a handyman. He says, yeah, looks like you're not getting heat in this room. And I go, thanks. (laughs) And then he goes, yeah, we can probably get you a different room. And I go, okay. So he sends me, uh, gives, comes up, gives me new keys for another hotel room across the hall. And if you're paying attention to the beginning of the story, that was not my last hotel room. So I went in there. And I was like, okay, allegedly, this heater works. So I just Uh get set up. I turn up the heat. 
And uh, then I leave to go have lunch, hang out with friends and family, go to dinner, blah, blah, blah. I come back around 10 p.m. and oh, the room is still no. freezing. Uh, and I'm okay. just like, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to say something again. Uh, I was like, I, I, don't, I don't mean a Goldilocks this, but I think I'm valid in doing so. <laughs> and I go to the front desk and then she gives me new keys. Uh, the same lady who was there like the night before, you know. Okay. And she says, "Here's a new room. Apparently, it gets so cold on the top floors where the ace or the heater just doesn't work." And I go, "What does that?" <laughs> and she was her like, ass is lying. <laughs> that shit said, is not true, huh? How about we just move you? Like, I don't want to move you too far. And I was like, you can move me wherever you want. I just want a heater. She was like, yeah, well, okay, if you're on the 10th floor, how about we move you to the 8th so it's not that big of a move? It would probably definitely be warmer on, like, the 4th floor, but we don't want you to yeah. move too far. And I'm like, it's – I have a suitcase and it's an elevator. Like, I don't – Yeah, like, you're well, not packing up an apartment. It's you, like, Why you does the distance matter? Move. You're like, it's, it's, a, it's a hotel. You're not uprooting your life. Yeah, and I told her that, and she said, "All right, yeah, here's a here's the eighth floor." And I go, okay. "Okay," and she gave me like the handicapped room, you know, so it's a little more spacious. Okay. And I walk in there, and in this non-smoking hotel, the room reeks of cigarette smoke. Oh my god, dude! Okay, and that's like the one thing I can't do. Like, uh, I've never been able to be around cigarette smoke because it gives me intense migraines consistently. Sure. And so, yeah, so I, I just walk in the room, do like the, the Simpsons U-turn, right? Just immediately walk out <laughs> and go okay. back down. I was like, hey, it's been five minutes, but uh, I, 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 come on. Like, and she was like, oh, okay. Yeah. I guess we should have just put you on like the lower floor to begin with, huh? And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. yeah that's a thought. You probably should have. And then she hit me with her. Uh, NPC catchphrase of rock and roll. We'll do that now. <laughs> I, okay. I forgot to note after every interaction, it, it signed off with rock and roll. Got you. She's uh she's an animal crossing villager. I see. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. That's exactly it. And yeah. So after that, she gives me the, the rock and roll, the keys. And then I okay. go into a room on the fourth floor and I am finally a, have a heater. I am a toasty boy. Well done. But good. The story doesn't have a huge comedic payoff. I just think I needed to let that out. Yeah, I I've never had an experience where I've had to move three or four. Is that your fourth room now? This is my was, fourth room. Yeah. Yeah, tenth floor down the hall. Tenth floor, eighth floor, fourth handicap smoking room. Yeah, and then fourth floor. <laughs> I will say I, I, I think it could be warmer in here, but oh it's, no, it's it's working right. It's the best you're gonna get. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're you're probably the but yeah, what they're just gonna keep moving you down floors. It's gonna yeah, be I, mad I feel like just start with floor. like the ground floor if that's the problem, right? You checked into the Dante's Inferno Hotel. Every floor is for a different type of sinner, and they're moving you down. That yeah. I, that's I I've never had that experience, but. What what hotel is it, bro? Just say it. Embassy Suites. All right, and now you know, listener. Yeah, I've had good experiences here in the past, but like, like it's just unlucky. I I've never yeah. traveled this cold. I suppose it's kind of weird but, to say that 
I'm I'm still kind of locked on the whole like, hey, we don't want to move you too far. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Like it's a huge inconvenience. I was trying to explain to her that I didn't, but I felt like I was somehow lacking the words to explain that. (laughs) Well, I I think it's also. I think you also like maybe she's right. Like I, you know, this is her job, right? The idea is like she's. Yeah, she's working at the hotel. Maybe she knows something and she doesn't want to move you too far. So I would I would err on the side of believing her. But you're right. It's like, how did... I think I'm huh? pretty good at just like whenever people in their profession tell me something, I'm just like, I sh- even if it sounds wrong to me, you probably know best. Yeah, you defer. Yeah. Yeah, I'm never going to be smarter than the person who does this every day. You're the hospitality expert. Yeah. Is and- this your worst hotel experience ever? I would probably say that because okay. I don't really think I've had a bad hotel experience. Sure. Yeah. But then last night, my family went out to dinner. And I think this is a very fitting conversation. We've kind of like touched on it. But uh-huh. um, we talked about like as a family, me and my sister, my stepdad, my mom. Kind of. Yeah, I'm sure you've had this. You ever just like kind of talk to your family and you kind of tell the truth of all the things you lied about. Uh Uh-huh. Sure. We kind of started with one of those, but then it turned into like, you know, mom, I would like to address the most irrational things you ever did as a parent. (laughs) Because I think it's a little funny. And now's the time to do it. Yeah. 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 I was like, you know what? Let's just, let's just go with this. I had a, there were two times where I got, grounded and it was just completely unnecessary okay uh i think the first one which is not quite as funny um i the little the tiny little 16 year old white kid i was in a band i posted a picture on facebook of me holding a guitar on stage with the at the time very relevant caption citing waka flock is heavily censored i go hard in the paint Ah, I see. With and the adjective of to describe the paint. Did you have yeah. that in the... Uh, no, okay. no, did yeah. not. It just said, okay. I go hard in the paint. Uh, oh, my mom not, comes okay, into my gotcha. room <laughs> like past midnight talking about how wildly inappropriate it is that I'm talking about getting hard on Facebook. <laughs> and I go, no, mom, you don't understand. And she goes, save it. And takes all of my electronics out of the room. What? Oh, my God, that's so much worse. She thought it was so much worse than it actually was. Yeah. I mean, I was like, yeah, I probably shouldn't have been saying that, but for very different reasons. Mom, parents don't understand, bro. Parents don't understand. They just don't understand. That's funny. How long are you grounded for? Probably a week. I was always grounded. It was like my mom was just quick with the trigger on that one. Wait, so when you say they take all your electronic, because that never happened to me. Is it yeah. like that sounds like a lot of work? Yeah, it's a uh, phone. Like my, my my mom was like super protective when or restricted when I was a kid. Like yeah. until I graduated high school, like she would take my phone at 9 p.m. every night, which. Oh, my God. Which I think like it kind of does the reverse of what you want your parenting to do, because then it's right. like, let's say I'm home from five to nine. 
uh, and that's the time I should be using my homework. And I'm like, okay, well, if I do all my homework from five to nine, then I won't get to play on my phone or anything. So right. I'm going to play on my phone from five to nine, ignore my homework, and then I'll be too tired to start it. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. It means you know? you're going to binge. Like it, when yeah. you get the opportunity to do it, you're going to be obsessive about it and just do it constantly. Yeah, I just don't so. think my mom could really see that. But anyways. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, so it, it sucked. It, it sucked, whatever. But uh, here's the advancement of that. One time, I was working a job that required me to drive across the state pretty frequently. Okay. and But still, my mom had a very strict curfew of midnight. I had to be home by midnight. And I so was working how, a pretty how, late job. How how far are you driving here? How big is Oklahoma? Uh, I, I think like probably to drive from like border to border, it's probably like three or four hours. Like Damn. going north to south. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's uh, like the furthest I would drive is like an hour there, hour back at this point, maybe an hour and a half. Okay. Uh, I think I was maybe like 45 minutes to an hour away at some venue taking pictures. Sure. And because uh, I was like a photographer at the time and like gr- uh, graduations, proms, special events, like that kind of stuff. And it's again, my curfew is midnight and I am uh-huh. driving home from my work and my GPS on my phone says I will be home at 1208. So I put pedal to the metal and by the time I would uh, make it home by 12.06. But around halfway through this drive home, uh, my phone died. But I know oh, my way sucks. home. So it's okay. It's just like, sure. all right, you know, if anything happens to me, I'm screwed. But Yeah, you don't luckily, have a phone charger or anything. But No. Okay. I know my way home. So I just think, ah, I'll just drive straight home. So I come home. I go inside. My mom brings it to my attention that I'm late. I go, yeah, I know. And I think it's fine, right? I am just doing a job as a 17-year-old. Right. This happens. And then I go into my room, and you notice that she's grown from the last story because (laughs) not all of my electronics are gone, but rather all of my power cables are gone, which is the much more convenient way to do this. Uh oh, yeah, she optimized. She got better at it. Oh, dude. Yeah, she got a lot better at it cuz like, what well, you know, what can I do without the power cables? Right. And then I was kind of running into I was like, "Well, well, why? I was late. Like I was late by 6 minutes. I was at work. You know, it's not like I was at a party. It's not like you didn't know right. where I was." And she was like, "Well, you should if you were going to be late, you should have called me. Uh-huh. And to that, I said, but my phone died. And she goes, well, instead, at near midnight, you should have gone to a gas station 
had the quarters to pay for a payphone sitting outside <laughs> and given me a heads up. And I was like, that is way more dangerous than just driving home. Mom, that's ridiculous. Especially if you're off by six minutes. Yeah. Like six minutes is, it would have taken you another 15 to tell her that. And I, I think the the other crazy part of it all is that I was only late by six minutes. You weren't right. waiting for me to be late. No, to, she wanted to take the cables. She probably yeah. planned that out at like 1145. She's like tapping her foot. <laughs> yeah, it's so like excited. the clock hit midnight and she goes, 1201, it's time to take them. Yeah, I think that she wanted to do that. She, I think she got some kind of perverse joy out of yeah, I told the, the power story. tables. I told the story over dinner last night. And uh, every time I tell a story like this at my mom's expense, it's always met with, it probably wasn't 1206. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you're probably that, exaggerating a little. Yeah. I go, no, I'm not, first off. And two, <laughs> it's like, I would remember this way more than you would remember this. Sure. Because, look, because, like, you know, I, I'm personally invested in the story and it, but she was like, nah, it probably wasn't 1206. It was probably like two. And I'm like, no. I'm no. sure you came in and immediately looked at the clock and it was burned into your memory. So yeah, yeah you would. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what happened. That's, that's, uh, that's a, that's, man, your mom really, uh, she was a hard ass. Yeah, she was a hard ass. So I think. That's tough. Yeah. Yeah, I just, uh. Didn't really get to do anything, I feel like. I feel like my <laughs> life, it really did start in college because I, I didn't really do anything <laughs> before that. Do you do you feel like that made you sort of act out and maybe try to experience more when you got into college and got older? Um, I, I feel <laughs> like you could say yes, but even then, like, my act out was pretty tame, it was pretty tame right? Like, sure. I think all I did in like the first year of college was drink a couple times and sleep around. That's like it. Sure. Uh, and that's I did just have what like, you do in college. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's I don't think it's anything out of the ordinary. No. Nah. Um I had this one vivid experience where like, you know, very restrictive, like car keys, phone, laptop turned in at nine PM. It's like blah blah blah. All this stuff like I can and can't do. Um, I started like gaming the system at one point I was working a job. So I bought a, an iPhone four to match my iPhone four. Okay. And I would just turn in the dummy phone at night. Ah, you had a burner. I had a burner, but it had, oh it had to be an iPhone. God. So I spent like a few good amount of money. It was like used and super old. Like at the time, like I think <laughs> iPhone five or six was like out. Oh, and, still worth. Yeah. So. Yeah, I bought a burner phone and I just turned that in every single night and I kept my phone at night. And that worked for like a solid year. How did she catch you? Uh, one time at night, I was just going to the bathroom across the hall, you know, brought my phone with me as I do. And I think <laughs> they were coming in to say something to me because normally I react to the door, put it under the covers, easy. Sure. But uh, in this scenario, I I was going to the bathroom and I think he just, my stepdad just saw a flash of a phone and was like, Hey, um, what's up with that? And I was like, fuck. Oh. Yeah, it was a real shameful way to go out. I was so careful before. Like, you know, yeah. the exact same wallpaper, the exact same everything. 
That's tough. Literally just a backup. Did he like, was he on the same page or was it one of those things where he's like, ah, you know, your mom's going to be mad. You got to <laughs> come no, on. Yeah. No, we were not on the same page. I think he just understood why, what the scenario was and just was like, nah, yeah, we're sure. just taking it. They respected yeah, I, I, it. He, they definitely respected the hustle. Yeah, I can imagine. I mean, if I would honestly respect the initiative that my my stepson took if they went through all that trouble. But yeah, I guess. Yeah, so. when my dad found out about that, he was like, "Yeah, that's something I would have done." <laughs> I I didn't really. I don't know. Whenever I hear stories about like maybe not overprotective parents, but like. Even concerned parents, because, uh, you know, my wife was raised by her grandparents, and they're very, like, very strict, very Catholic. Family, Do you think you're going to be a strict parent? No, 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 no. And, yeah. But, like, I have, I have the opposite problem, though, because my parents were very loose. Yeah. And, like, and I think I've talked about it on this podcast before, but, like, I just put up a story on my YouTube of me driving seven states away. Yeah, of course. Uh, I, I never even away. get yeah. out of the out of the state for that one. But exactly, I was saying, yeah. because like normally you see this generational flip where like if one set of parents are super protective, the kid will eventually grow up to be a parent who's very uh, loosey-goosey. Loose, yeah. And but, then the opposite, So I was just saying if yeah. you felt like the opposite was true, because like I can't imagine you being like a super strict parent, but at the same time, I think you're just like too aware of like comedy, <laughs> right? Yeah. I, I, I kind of want uh, this is going to sound weird. I kind of want the my kid to get into wacky, silly, wild scenarios where nobody gets harmed, obviously, but yeah. they fuck up and make mistakes and they learn shit, you know? Yeah, like I think a Full the House issue, episode. Exactly. You know, there's a, there's a wacky scenario and then, like, I don't know, they're supposed to watch their boss's parrot and their boss's parrot dies and they have to go to the pet shop and get a parrot that looks just like it and antics ensue. Oh, but so then you at the just want to live episode, in a sitcom. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's literally a Keenan and Kel plot. Um, but then, you know, they come home and, and they sit on their bed and I'm like, Hey sport. And we talk about it. And then we all learn a lesson. Um, I, I, I think that like the scary thing for me personally is I was very, I, I had a very long leash. I was allowed to do whatever I wanted, but I was also a guy. And I think the world is a lot scarier for girls. Yeah, and I agree with that. I, yeah, and I have a girl. So it's like, I used to walk home from the mall, you know, an hour and a half at 11 p.m. And I live in like suburbia. So it's not like I'm in the city or anything. There's not a lot of people out there, but like I never was afraid and I've never been accosted or mugged or anything. Girls can't really, well, shouldn't really do that, right? Like, the the world is way scarier. So it's like, yeah. I don't know. That's the thing that I'm going to have to run up against is, is trying to uh, Yeah, I think it's like, this. you know, you always hear, like, dads being so protective of girls because they, they know how awful men are. Yes, exactly. kind of just repeats the circle. It, it's one of those things of why are we teaching women to be scared of men instead of, like, teaching men to not be terrifying? Exactly, yeah. It, it's it's I think it's less about uh, I think it's just more distrust like not yeah. trusting the the people who are out there and I get that but no I think you're right I think it's one of those things where like you have to encourage them to sort of I, I don't know it's such a hard balance you don't know what's out there in the world and especially because like we don't know what the world's gonna be like when she's old enough to be like of dating age right so like yeah because I feel like everyone thinks that they are gonna be the cool parent. 
Yes. Yeah. Like everyone goes into it with like these expectations. We're like, I won't be protective, blah, blah, blah. And then like when push comes to shove, like you you react different than you think you would. Right. Well, you also, yeah, I I think there's there's so much about being a parent that you don't expect and just kind of hits you out of nowhere. So, yeah, Mm -hmm. you're right. Yeah, because I I think like in any emotional response, because like. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car. It's the two-door coupe that was there for your first drive. The hatchback that took you cross-country and back. And the minivan that tackles the weekly carpool. For the cars you couldn't live without, trust Amica Auto Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. You know, I'm one of those people who I'm pretty... You know, despite like the Alpharad bit and the Alpharad demeanor and everything, I think mm-hmm. when it comes to real life, me, Jacob, like uh, I'm pretty emotionally strong when it comes to just, I don't know, random tests of stuff like that. Like sure. I think like a family member passing, right? Mm-hmm. Or I think I can handle stuff like that pretty good. And uh, I've lost a couple close family members, but I was like way younger. Okay. And I guess like I did lose my grandfather that I was close to at age 22, maybe 21, 22. Mm-hmm. And that was that was pretty close. But like I think about stuff of like, oh, what if my mom or dad passed away? Or like, yeah. l- let's say, God forbid, like a, a younger sister. Yeah. And it's always like I always think like, oh, it uh, it it affect me. But I think I would be fine. But, like, I know that's a very different situation once you're in it. Sorry to bring down the mood, but I I think you see how, like, (laughs) night and day those things can be where it's, like, as it happens, it's a very different conversation. No, you're right. It's it's so much so that it kind of – it alters your brain chemistry and the way that it's shaped, actually. That's a real, like, known thing is there are certain events that happen in people's lives that will actually affect – the way they behave and they're very rare. It's like yeah. death of a parent, um, marriage, birth of a kid, divorce. Like it's like the, the big stuff that affects your life. And it's not always in the way that you assume. Cause like my wife and her mother had a very bad relationship. Um, but then when my wife's mom passed, my wife was really affected by it. And you wouldn't yeah. think so. Right. Because you would think that, you know, they were estranged, whatever, but there's a lot to be said for the I, I don't really know how to put it, but the assumption that the person's always going to be there and that mm-hmm. you can always resolve, you know, your final arrangements, whatever. Um, there's always stuff to say. Like my dad and I don't have a relationship at all. And I agree with you. I feel like if it happened, it's like I'd probably be fine. But it's also like, ah, <laughs> you're going through it. It's, it's hard to know. Parent stuff yeah. is scary. No, it's scary. It's my parents are still very young, right? But you know, my dad mm-hmm. just got finished having cancer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You make it sound like he like graduated. He just yeah, got he, finished with he it. Did. Completed his uh his, his cancer doctor. Oh, it wasn't like the bad the kind of cancer. Oh, okay. it was just the temporary. Got gotcha. you. <laughs> like if there gotcha. was a kind of cancer to have, he got he got pretty lucky. Like if he had sure. to get cancer, he got yeah, a more he, curable. He picked form. a good one. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, but I think like stuff like that, like my family's not even old, really, because no. like uh, 
I think my great grandmother, who was alive up until like a couple of years ago, um, she had a kid at 15. Her daughter had a, uh, no, I guess like that'd be her son. This is like my main family. Uh, her hmm. son had a kid uh, at like 17. And then my mom had me at, uh, and I think it goes 15. 17, 19, and then there's me. Like, I'm the oldest person in my family to not have a kid. (laughs) You broke the record. You broke the streak. Okay. A a strong 27. Like, I'm not even close. (laughs) But that's That's the thing. I was like, I still feel like I shouldn't be having kids anytime soon. Right. And I, I just can't believe that when my mom was my age, she had an she had she had an eleven year old. Yeah, that's unbelievable. Or a ten year old, probably because you know it takes nine months. No, but I I know what you mean. I thought that my mom had me when she was twenty four, so she was like even older. Yeah. But that mean you know I'm thirty four now. I would have been ten. Like I can't imagine having a ten year old. Like it, it it's there is something to be said I think for having kids young because then you mm-hmm. have a lot more energy and it's like you can relate to them a little bit more probably like. Mm-hmm. I, I wonder if we're going to see, because it feels Those like Those are the are cool all, parents in schools. Kind of, yeah. And I feel like it's like, it seems like a meme, but no, it's like real. Being able to like, I don't know. You, there, there's, a, there's a cool balance in between having like a 60-year-old dad at 10 years old and like, you know, a, a, a 20-year-old dad at, or 25-year-old mm-hmm. dad at 10. It's like... Because I think I, I mentioned this. Like, I, I dated a girl in high school whose brother was, like, 30 years older than her. What? Oh, did I not I don't this? remember that. Oh. I remember you telling me about a girl in, in high school that had, like, way older parents, but I don't remember a brother. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, no, it's not that her brother was 30 years older. It's that when we were, I guess, 15 years older. Because when we were 15, 16, her brother was 33. Oh, I see. Okay. Not, like, no, a second marriage or thing. anything. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not so bad. I'm 10 years older than my next youngest. But how do I put this? Then, then yeah, I'm 10 years older than my sister. And I have a, a brother that is 12 years or 13 years younger than me. So not that crazy, I guess. But I know what you mean. Yeah. What's weird to me is like if everybody, let's say every member of your family, right? A whole, every generation has a kid at 15, very young, very early, which probably happened a lot more back in the day, right? Uh-huh. Like Your before great phones. Grandparents could be alive. Yeah, exactly. Well, you could get through. I think how many generations? Fifteen each. So that's one, two, three, think, four, five, six, six. So you could oh, have a so great, six people alive. Great grandparent. Yeah, because if everybody is fifteen, right? Okay, I, great, I don't like the great, theory of saying like. I, I don't think saying everyone as a kid at fifteen is realistic, <laughs> though. The cycle <laughs> continues. I think no, if you just push really. it to a, a a little more comfortable eighteen. Sure, let's do twenty, and yeah, even let's do twenty. If you do twenty, you could have a great great grandfather. Yeah, if a you kid could is have, born, they get a great great. They they could be born into. I'm like yeah, doing yeah, this yeah, math yeah. myself. I'm <laughs> I'm so confused. Also, on a complete unrelated note. Um, I saw Puss in Boots last night. How was it? It was good. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> the way you said that. You know, I, yeah, okay. I had to deliver it that way. I think it sold it. Okay. But yeah. 
in the trailers, they had all these like cool, awesome fight scenes animated at like a low frame rate. Okay. Like kind of like similar, like, you know, Spider-Verse, bad guys, things of the such. Sure. And I was like, oh, if the whole movie's animated like that, that would be awesome. And for some reason, only the fight scenes were. Okay. That's weird. S- yeah. So it's like, oh, it's go time. The frame rate just got cut in half. Yeah. And bring out the different camera. Yeah. A lot more staggering and jarring when it works like that. I don't know. Sure. I just, I would have loved the commitment to just have the entire movie animated like that. And I think it would yeah. have really made a random movie like Puss in Boots stand out because that's what I was hoping for. You know, it sounds crazy critiquing the Shrek spinoff, but uh, <laughs> I feel passionately on the topic. And do you mind if I spoil it? Uh, actually, I don't mind if you spoil it, but it's funny because I'm literally probably going to go see that movie on Monday. Okay. okay. Uh, and I can't believe that this came up now because I literally looked up tickets to this movie today because we're taking nice. we're taking my daughter uh, to it. So, all right, let me know what to expect. Is it a good movie for my three-year-old? Let me know. I, I'll happens. say, dude, there's like a bounty hunter wolf chasing Puss in Boots to it like throughout mm-hmm. the whole film. And I think if I was a kid, he would scare me shitless. <laughs> like, like, you know, you know I, I wasn't scared or anything, but I think like a majority of children could be terrified. Like it's one of those things where he always appears when Puss in Boots isn't looking. He has like glowing red eyes and a dark hood with like two. Oh, dude, like, I just looked him up. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. Wait, his name? Okay, I just looked at his name. That's a spoiler, right? Yeah, th- that is a spoiler. <laughs> That's terrifying. Yeah, oh no, it's God. so terrifying. And <laughs> I think he's a really, like, from a writing standpoint, I think he's a really badass character. I think, but... At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car or a house. It's the four wheels that get you where you're going and the four walls that welcome you home. When you combine auto and home insurance with Amica, we'll help protect it all. And the more you cover, the more you can save. Amica, empathy is our best policy. I like, I, I don't know. I, I just can't believe uh, all of that. I think the movie itself is pretty good. But then it ultimately wraps up in the, all right, friends, let's go home. You know, like okay, nothing gained, yeah. nothing earned. Yeah, it just ends it, it, yeah. the same way that we began. Is yeah, this it's Goldilocks a, on the poster? Yeah, yeah. They okay. have Goldilocks and she uses like her three bear summons. Gotcha. It's a really cool okay. interpretation of it because then they also have uh, Jack Corner. And vo- he's the main antagonist, and he's voiced by John Mulaney. What? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was shocked when I saw Antonio Banderas was still doing this stuff. I didn't know that John Mulaney would get roped into this, too. Oh, my God. Florence Pugh is oh, Goldilocks? Yep, 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 yep. yep. Uh, whenever I saw her name <laughs> on it, I was like, oh, I got to tell Zach. And then I blatantly <laughs> forgot. But yeah, Florence oh Pugh is Goldilocks. <laughs> what the fuck is this? 
Oh, this is star-studded. It has a 96 on Rotten Tomatoes, by the way. Oh, wow. That's that, much higher than I thought. Because, like, I don't think the movie was bad by any means. I think it would be good if they didn't have to wrap it up in a family-friendly way. Okay. You think he should have died? I, I I think, like, you'll see That's the ending and you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about it on, on the next season. If there's a next season of How uh-huh. Do We Get Here, we'll have a whole episode on Puss in Boots. I yeah, that. so, That'll be fun. yeah, the thing with that is... Yeah, I mean, it's essentially just that. But I have this, whatchamacallit, with, oh my God, just the movie. Oh, yeah. I want to talk about not the ending, but the ending of it. The okay. implications for the Shrek cinematic universe. Sure. Open it up. So it ends like a Marvel movie. <laughs> like a like credits and then a post credit or yes but like at the end of the movie you know they kind of leave you gasping as the credits start rolling okay uh you know Poos and boots is sailing away with his new friends and they're like where are we going Poos?" and it just goes to visit some old friends and then it pans over to the island having like hollywood letters that say far far away okay sure and it's just like is this setting up for Shrek 5 or Puss in Boots 3 or featuring Shrek or it's Okay, like, so this know. is this isn't a prequel. This isn't how they met. This is like this is the latest movie in the saga, right? So Yeah, yeah. Puss in okay, Boots has so. already like met Shrek. They they even Got acknowledge it. it. Okay. So the, yeah, so it said. I don't think you could make a Shrek today. I don't. Can you make another one? I feel like it wouldn't do. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they also made Shrek Four when they shouldn't. Yeah, I actually, think, now's probably the right time. I think the, the that's exactly nostalgia. What I was say. Yeah, the nostalgia has looped over, and now the Shrek kids have kids. Kids, a lot. Of yeah, them, I think so. Shrek is also the. They have Shrek kids, kids, and the yeah. other like little cherry on top is that I feel like. We haven't had a Shrek movie since Shrek hit the meme mainstream. Right. Sure. You know, like, I feel like people started really, you know, time flies by so fast. But I feel like yes. people, like, All-Star has always been, been a meme. But I feel like it really, like, came back maybe, like, four or five years ago. Yeah, it did. And just, like, general Shrek, like, presence is just present right <laughs> you think they're gonna like morbid they're gonna try to morbius it and then make it i don't think thing. i think shrek's too high to morbius okay no i can be honest because i think like people just respect shrek at some fundamental level <laughs> you honor and and have a have a understanding of shrek okay. yeah i think sure. so i i'm i'm i don't know i feel like they might have missed the boat i don't know if you can put out another shrek i feel like What's weird is I feel like you can't put out a Shrek, but you could put out like a Madagascar. Like you could probably put out an Ice Age, but I feel like Shrek is like how I feel like right? Shrek Five would outperform any of those, though. It would do better, maybe but like not to its former glory, but it would ruin his legacy. Oh, I guess Shrek Four did that. You're right. I didn't think about that. To me, Shrek ended after two. I don't even think about three. <laughs> yeah, three was just. I don't want to watch someone raise a kid, or especially yeah. three of them. Yeah, and the, the, like the I I didn't see three, 
but I assume there's like a parenting montage where the kids like get into the toilet paper and like throw it all over the room or something and Shrek and has to roll his tired. eyes. And, but yeah, yeah, and then the after that credits roll and then the post credit scene, it's just Puss in Boots going up to the door knocking me like, oh, so you're still here. And then it just ends. And I'm just like, what are we setting up? Is that what all movies do now? <laughs> Wait, just, so that was the post credits? He actually goes there? I thought you meant the post credits was like him sailing. No, no, that was okay. the final scene of the movie. Oh, I like see. Like post monologue, right? Like I when see. we're wrapping the film up. And then post credit scene is him going to Shrek's door and saying, ah, oh, so you're still here. And it's like, it feels like similar when, you know, Marvel after the Avengers showed like Thanos getting the infinity gauntlet or something. Right. Yeah. It's just yeah. like, oh, okay. So we're setting up for what's coming. But I'm like, is, 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 is this a thing? Does Shrek deserve this? Like, yeah. Is, is this something that we need to put in the Shrek universe to like build intrigue? How about just releasing a Shrek? You don't need to like have all this drama around it. Like, yeah, I, I just I feel see. like these yeah. random movies don't need it. Like, could you imagine if like Mamma Mia had a <laughs> setup for Mamma Mia 2 in universe? <laughs> you got to keep the audience guessing. You got to keep them wanting more, I guess. I, I, I feel like we've gotten so far into like speculation culture because that's what you, you want it to drive the conversation online. You want people mm -hmm. to be like, just saw Puss in Boots. Oh my God, that ending. Can't believe it. You, you kind of want that kind of buzz. Yeah. So that's probably all it is. I they want just, the Shrek diehards. I just really want to see the thread of people be like, did anyone see that post-credit scene in Puss in Boots? <laughs> I can't believe Puss said that. It's, Hashtag Shrek is back. There have to be Puss in Boots fans. Surely. I was a Puss in Boots fan as a kid. Was he? Yeah, but why? Like, I, I didn't. He's more cool. than the other characters? Yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, like when he got his own movie, I was like, yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> he deserves it. More than like the gingerbread guy or Pinocchio or the pigs. Puss in Boots gets his own movie. Yeah. All right, I guess. I I, I, I can't believe that Antonio Banderas is still getting work for this. I can't either. It sounds like such a one-off because I don't even know if Puss in Boots was in like three and four. Who knows? I haven't kept up. I just yeah. saw the uh I, I, Justin, I looked up it. Yeah. I, I need you to fact check if Antonia Banderas was in Shrek three and four, please and thank you. <laughs> Stat. Stat. <laughs> this instant. I I don't know about you, so I looked up Rotten Tomatoes to find this uh I was like I said, I was looking for movies because uh, the day after Christmas is my wife's birthday, and we're going to go see a movie, and Mal wanted to see, like, you know, a kid's movie so we could bring Juliet. So it was that or that Disney movie, Strange World, and that movie bombed. So we're going to go watch Puss in Boots. But Rotten Tomatoes, I don't know if you use it anymore. Bro, everything has a high rating now. I yeah. don't know what happened. I don't know if marketing budgets just, like, push into it and it's become a marketing tool. But, like... The site can't be trusted anymore. It's a mess. I believe that. Oh, Banderas is, is in three and four. Damn, so he's okay. in every movie now. Yeah. He's yeah. in every Shrek film. Okay. Uh, it's not the first one. Sure. Every day, our world gets a little more connected, but a little further apart. But then there are moments that remind us to be more human. 
Thank you for calling Amica Insurance. Hey, uh, I was just in an accident. Don't worry, we'll get you taken care of. At Amica, we understand that looking out for each other isn't new or groundbreaking. It's human. Amica, empathy is our best policy. Yeah, because yeah. they had to, they had to introduce Shrek and Donkey, really flesh them out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I want to see like, I mean this in like the nicest way possible, but Mike Myers kind of gives me the energy of an actor who's died, but he's he's alive. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, his, I, his I'm not he, trying to still... like reflect anything about his acting career. No, I totally hear you. His soul still wanders the earth, but yeah. He's not with us. He's not on the same plane. <laughs> yeah, that's how it feels. No, I get it. He uh, he was in a movie recently where he played like eight people. And I saw it because I was like, what? Because I feel like he hasn't done anything for a while. But he has. Yeah, I'm looking at his IMDb. And honestly, it's been pretty tame. Like he was in a... uh, t- Is this the Pinta Verte? Is that what you're talking about? I think that's it. Yeah, yeah, because he has like multiple credits. Oh, that's on this a TV one. show, apparently. But yes, that's it. Yeah, uh, Amsterdam. He was in an Uber Eats commercial that is on IMDb, <laughs> and okay. it's called honestly. Okay, let's say this was a major box office success. Uh huh. Or just imagine going to the theater and watching Uber Eats colon Wayne World and Cardi B's shameless manipulation. <laughs> I watched that. <laughs> I absolutely that, watched that. That sounds like an episode title. That sounds That's like, like a something Bill we and would Ted's do. <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah. That is an episode what, we would do. The shameless Wayne's manipulation World of Wayne's and, World and Cardi B. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's actually right up our alley. Dude. Uh, yeah, he... Wow, he has a credit on The Tonight Show starring Jimmy Fallon as Dr. Evil. <laughs> That's badass. Yeah, I guess he hasn't really done anything. Apparently, he's a piece of shit. I don't know oh, if yeah? that's true, obviously. I don't know the guy. Listen, I'm not trying to cancel Mike Myers, but uh, apparently, he's an asshole. Oh, that sucks. Like, you know, really uh, bad to work with. I think Chris Farley was the original voice of Shrek. Yeah, I heard that, too. Yeah, and then Mike Myers had to come and record all of it. Wait, did Chris Farley, like, die before he could be Shrek, or? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what happened. Oh, dude. I think I've been That's looking tough. up enough Shrek stuff to where I just type in Chris Farley and it auto like auto predicts Shrek. <laughs> Google knows what you're into. Yeah, it says uh, before his death in 1997, he has completed about 85 percent of his dialogue. He wasn't Scottish, right? Uh, I don't think so. I think Mike Myers brought the Scottish to the table. Got it. I was gonna say there's no world where Chris Farley could do a Scottish accent. I just can't <laughs> see it. I don't. I don't think it was. It still Eddie Murphy. I guess so. Yeah, I don't see why anything else would change. Like, Chris Farley's friends, you're also fired. All right. <laughs> Eddie, you're gone. I, I, I feel like, I, well, actually, Donkey could have been David Spade. Ooh. Oh, my, yeah. No, I see that. I could have seen that, actually, instead. I just feel oh like Chris Farley and Eddie Murphy don't work. You know, you know who also got offered the role of Shrek while looking this up? Who? Uh, Nicolas Cage. <laughs> donkey get out of my swamp <laughs> donkey I, I i don't want you in my swamp anymore donkey onions are like layers <laughs> donkey i don't want waffles <laughs> like ogres 
I kind of want that now. That would have been that would have been really good because he would have been so muted. Yeah, I kind of want that. Shrek is like this loud, grotesque ogre talking about (laughs) things. I think just turning him into this, (laughs) this like brooding, sulky. Like obviously, you would yell at some points, but I'm Mm -hmm. imagining Nicholas Cage just brooding in the studio swamp. Donkey, I don't want you in my swamp. (laughs) <laughs> what are the three little pigs doing in my kitchen? <laughs> but yeah, he uh, apparently didn't take the role because he thought Shrek looked too ugly. Huh? Really? Yeah. He didn't want to look like an ogre. Of all the the reasons, I thought he would be down for that. Nicolas Cage is not somebody who... He feels like he's down for anything. I mean, to be fair, DreamWorks was an unknown studio at the time, just branching off of, like, Pixar. Ah, uh, yeah, I wouldn't trust him either. No, you're Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Like, I, I get it. Like, you have to really think about it in hindsight, or not in hindsight. You're absolutely right. Like, and especially because you can't... I bet if I'm Nicolas Cage, I want to leave the door open for Disney. I'm not trying to be Shrek. Yeah. You know? I feel like it's weird to me now. This didn't used to be the case because, like, now you could be – there are a couple actors that are somebody in both, like, DC and Marvel, right? You yeah. You kind of jump to both sides or, like oh, – no, you had to pick a side back then. You kind of did, yeah. I feel like Mike Myers wasn't doing Disney stuff and, and he wouldn't have Eddie Murphy. I guess Eddie Murphy was in Mulan. He was Mushu, right? He's Yeah. How many, how many wacky – animal sidekicks as he played <laughs> probably more than two right yeah i don't know he he was in haunted mansion that that was way later i guess eddie murphy is good for anybody he could do anything yeah i mean he was also dr doolittle who is kind of like friend to all wacky little psychic animals <laughs> he's the he is he's the foil to all of them yeah he, he reacts when they say funny things yeah i think uh i'm trying to think of like other things in that same Topic, but I feel Nicholas Cage's Shrek just would have been funny. But I, I heard one I story. I think, I think Aaron, uh, Aaron Hansen from Game Grumps talked about this once. You know, he's like a big voice actor in his own right. Sure. Uh, he got offered to be the voice of like the ringleader in Carnival Games. Wait, like for the Wii? Yeah. Oh my god. And and said no because it looked like shovelware. Are you kidding? I I heard that. I've never brought it up and asked him, but s- someone told me that was true. Now I it's, I kind of want to see if I can get confirmation on that. Uh, you know what? Deep down, like I'm shocked and I'm mad at him for not taking it because it's like, dude, you have to take that. That's great. But if somebody like emailed me right now. And was uh-huh. like, Coney, we want you to do the voice for our new game coming out. I, eat shit. Get out of my inbox. I don't want to, like... I would just assume that game was going to be awful. So, yeah. I, I kind of understand. Yeah. I okay, so I found, like, a, I just looked up, like, some keywords, and it said that, like, uh, he either didn't get the part or turned the offer down. And every time okay. he sees the game, the Carnival games, he has admittedly winced at the sight of it, which... <sighs> To me, that sounds like it was he turned it down. Yeah, probably. Winced as in, what could that mean? Like regret? I, I don't or know. It's just like, some random article. Sure, sure, sure. I'm curious because, like, I if if I had the opportunity to be a Wii in a Wii game and I didn't take it, I'd be so sad. Because, like, the Wii now in hindsight, like in retrospect, is such a like 
it, it was like the last generation. We talked about this before. It feels like the last generation before stuff got kind of sterile. You could just uh-huh. do anything. The Wii was crazy. Oh, absolutely it was. You could shoot chickens on that. <laughs> I, I think the game, like, and I can see looking at sh- uh, the carnival games and just being like, ah, I'll pass. I see it, right? right? But that's what I'm saying. Like, if, if somebody was in my inbox asking me to be in a game like that now, I would I would immediately throw it into trash. I'd be like, yeah. this sucks. But looking back, man, I think and also, the difference like, is you see that, but you have to like keep in mind, like, it's not like passing on the role of Captain America or anything. It's not <laughs> like this role would lead you to fame, wealth, fortune. Yeah, you're a carnival barker in a in a in a shovelware studio for like a hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah. So like, I, I know we want to say like, ooh, what a what a missed opportunity, but yeah. it's probably not that like that much exposure and like I mean, a lot of people saw it, I guess. But it would have been very funny in hindsight. It's not going to be a lot of money. It would have been extremely funny in hindsight, especially if they played it on Game Grumps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just yelling at himself. That would have been great. Hey, if anybody needs any acting work, hit up my uh, my email, please. I'll. Uh, <laughs> your game has to be good, though. Please, you got to sell yeah. me on it. I was in River City Girls too. Wait, were you? Yeah. Who are you in that game? Uh, I'm two characters. Okay. I am a f- the if there's like a fast travel of like a fairy and okay. I'm like the fairy man <laughs> who uh right. takes you to to location to location. I'm trying to look it up. I don't know if your guy has a name. Uh no, I think it's just Fairyman. Okay. Uh I don't know if you're going to find it cuz I don't think he's a very important character. No. Way forward okay. kind of like brings on influencers and just like gives them like here's a random two-line role. That's cool, though. I, I think it's really cool because, like, you suddenly have influencers tweeting about your game, which is huge. And all you did was pay them a voice actor's wage for an invoice they won't send. Right. Yeah. I didn't send my invoice. It was like $200, and I, I didn't send that invoice. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, oh, and- no, I just want to help out. It just sounds fun. Oh, I just found him. Oh, he's like a skeleton guy, I think. And then uh, okay. there's a shop, like... All the shops have different shopkeeps, and they pretty much mm-hmm. put a different influencer on each of them. And I'm a dog for one of them. <laughs> Aw, that's cute. Yeah, because uh, I'm a really good friend with Christina V, who is like the voice director for it. And th- I had lines, and she was like, oh, it's going to be funny. It's going to be like a talking dog. And uh-huh. I'm like, what if I just said bark? And she was like, <laughs> ah, okay. So I just say <laughs> bark in different inflections. <laughs> that's pretty good that's fun yeah but um is it i is just it found you game? i put it in the chat oh. there you oh, are okay i was just randomly clicking around the video th- th- it's actually a good game too i played the first one and it, it was nice i haven't played the second one but yeah Damn, yeah that's me I, i'm like clicking cl- around the game there's so much to it yeah clear as day that's very much so me <laughs> All right, uh, d- uh, bing, bing, bing. Here we go. We're we're an hour in. We did not talk about Roblox for long, um, which is crazy because there's so much there. We could have done anything with Roblox for a long time, but 
Uh, we did Roblox into you said your mom's Dude, story. I'm saying I got when I got cast as like the ferryman. I did not see what the character looked like, and I'm seeing it now. Yeah, it's like my voice does not fucking match this character. You know, I was thinking that, but I didn't want to say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think it's rude to say, but yeah, I, I see this like. When I think of like a ferryman, I kind of thought the same thing as like a, you know, like a kind of carnival guy, right? Like I thought he'd sure. have like red and white striped like top hat and like a vest and stuff. Uh -huh. I, I did not see this looming skeleton with like dark aura glowing out of his mouth. Yeah, this you is, have like a horse skull almost. Yeah. Like it's a long skull. I thought you were going to be based on like your voice and the way that they were, I thought you were going to be like a fairy guy, but like you, your, your character just seems really tired and like the hood is up and it's just kind of close. Yeah. Just I, like, I All thought right, get like in the boat, I mean, I kind of use like my YouTuber accent. Like if, if I knew he was like a death, you know, I, I probably would have gone lower and more monotone, you know, less right. emotion in the voice. But I, I'm looking at this character and I was like, I don't even know if the, the art was done for this character because like I, I got to see the dog, but they never showed you what the character would be or what he is. No, I because, oh. you know, it's it's like I think if I saw that character, my mind would instantly have gone to like a more applicable place. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's weird because I'm just no. like, this is my normal voice. Yeah. It's your normal voice coming out of death and he's holding a phone. <laughs> It's like I think it's like a Chiron kind of thing. Like he's like the ferryman to the river sticks kind of deal. But yeah, yeah, that's kind of you're doing the YouTube voice coming out of him. Yeah, it's the I can't believe they gave like this. It looks like death incarnate, right? And yeah, it does. he just has my YouTuber voice coming out of it. It's I'm I gotta say, like I'm looking at this and I'm like, you know, I was like, I don't even think that voice matches. And it's like it's like me. <laughs> no, that's tough. Yeah. Always yeah, have the art I done when you good. approach YouTubers. There you go. Uh, yeah, so ding, ding. Uh, Roblox, and then your Roblox family. Roblox took a solid 10 minutes. Yeah, talked about my, immediately talked about my hotel. Mm. Ah, yeah, hotel into family stories. Right? Yeah. And then we just talked about parents and stuff for a little bit. And then somehow got onto, oh, wait, Puss in oh, Boots. Puss in Boots. I hard pivoted after like talking about dying family. Which honestly, we there were we 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 went down one route, but we could have gotten there from a couple different ways. It's like one of those like games with dialogue options, but yeah, it I was all gonna, leads to the same place. Exactly, I was going to talk about it maybe anyway because I was going to go see it on Monday. So there we go. We ended up at Puss in Boots. Talk about, about Antonio Shrek, Banderas. Mike Myers, talk about Mike Myers, Chris Farley, Nicholas Nicholas Cage. Cage. <laughs> and now here we are at the Ferryman. Who, Pretty tame episode. Uh, I feel yeah. like in our age, we're jumping around less and less. Yeah, I think so. I think as we as we continue, it's it's getting a little bit more tame as things mm -hmm. go. But we only have one left. We're almost done. There's one more episode in this season. Yeah, that's true. And we'll see you guys at that one. We'll see you at the next one. Which is which is going to be soon, by the way. Which is soon. Yeah, you're going to hear it soon, and the road trip will be done, and we will be at our destination. I mean, I guess Goodbye. if if the next episode no, if the next episode is our destination, I feel like we're kind of like, uh oh, hey guys, we just got to the destination, you know? Oh, like, so like we're, we're we're getting there now. Erk. You know, oh, the, the podcast audio road trip. 
We finally slammed on the brakes. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> How Did We Get Here is produced by Deanna Gowland, Jacob Rabin, and Zach Zeeks. Our theme music is by Garrett Williamson, and our engineer audio producer is Justin Asher. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car or a house. It's the four wheels that get you where you're going and the four walls that welcome you home. When you combine auto and home insurance with Amica, we'll help protect it all. And the more you cover, the more you can save. Amica. Empathy is our best policy.